Hello and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. Hello friends, this is the final week of our podcast summer break and so we're bringing you a replay episode that will help you incorporate an energizing practice to support you to connect in meaningful ways with people and places and with yourself actually. This episode was originally aired in the frenzy of the back to school season to help you step away from the checklists and to make space for the pursuits that fill you up. So we hope that by re-airing this episode at this time in the summer and by revisiting this idea, you might get some inspiration for how to wander, how to explore, and maybe you'll also have the time for it. So enjoy this. So today I want to tell you about a new practice that I am incorporating into my life that I want to encourage you to do that I have found to be an incredibly energizing practice, one that has become an antidote to much of the way that I live my life that kind of drags me down, one that is boosting my resilience, one that is connecting me in really deep and meaningful ways with people and places and with myself. And so this new practice, I call it Wonderland. Uh, Maybe I'll change my mind about that, but I call it going into Wonderland. Okay, so first let me tell you a little anecdote. I am just back from having spent two weeks in the Hudson Valley in New York. I went out there to have a creative writing retreat. I gave myself almost two weeks off of work to dive into this writing project that I've been working on for a while now. My creativity coach lives out there, and that was why I went there, because I did a number of sessions in person with her, and I'd never been there and heard it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. So I'm just back from that. One thing that happened there, many, many things happened. The whole two weeks was a massive wandering around in wonder and in my wonderland. And I'll get back to describing what that is in just a moment. But one of the things that happened that is not symbolic or metaphorical in its initial telling is that one afternoon, I decided to drive up to a little town that I had heard was really beautiful So, you know, get in my little rental car and put it on the GPS thingy and the phone and it's telling me where to go. And I get up there and it is gorgeous up in the Catskills, wild rivers and beautiful trees. And it was a sparkling blue day, clear sun. So gorgeous. And I stopped at this river and I got out and just stood by and listened to the sounds and the birds and the rushing and the smells of the a very different forest smell than what we have here in California. And I was just loving it. And I got back in the car and I turned it on and there was no cell phone reception. And that meant that I had no GPS and no device talking to me, telling me where to turn left and right. And 
it's been a long time since I have been lost in countryside that I don't know. And I was alone. And I was like really way out there on some little rural road. And I realized I didn't really know how to get home. I had no maps and I have a terrible sense of direction. And I had this moment of anxiety. And then I remembered that, first of all, I could ask people and there were people around. And then I had this moment of like, I'm just going to explore. The car had a compass on it and I knew I needed to go southeast, but I could just explore. And so I just drove around little roads and found other massive, incredible, beautiful rivers and streams and creeks and trees and fields and old barns. And it was just it's such a cliche, but it was just magical. It was just magical. It was wonderful. And I found my way back. And it's like, oh, I almost got lost. I did get lost, but I found my way back. It was so exciting. All right. I'll come back to that in a minute. My new morning ritual, as I told you, I call it Wonderland. And I'm attempting to do it several mornings a week. And it may also happen in afternoons or evenings. But right now, I'm doing these in the mornings. I'm going to tell you what the reason first, then I'll describe it more. Sometimes my life just feels like it is one checklist after another. Every day I have a new checklist or I have things from yesterday that I need to add to my checklist. And I wake up in the morning and I have my like, I do this and then I do this and then I do this. And I have the books that I'm reading on my shelf and the ones that are all lined up like I need to get these done. And then when I'm writing on books, I have this practice of I set a timer for 45 minutes. And during those 45 minutes, I cannot do anything else. I can't move. I can't get out of my seat. When the timer goes off, I have a 10 minute break when I can do X number of things and then I have to go back. And everything is timed. I have color coded calendars. Everything is about efficiency, multitasking in the places I know I can multitask, getting things done. I feel like my life is like, get things done, get things done. And you know, the thing is, I am good at doing that. And that gives me some satisfaction. And it also means that I create some meaningful things. I'm proud of the books I've written and of the work I do. And so it's not bad. It's just that I cannot run on that kind of fuel alone. I start feeling unbalanced. I start feeling kind of stuck or disconnected from healthy energy or true energy. I don't know what to call it. The other reason that I'm trying out this thing called Wonderland is earlier this fall, August, September, I had some rough weeks. I was writing about those in my newsletters and I need balance and Wonderland is giving me balance. All right, let me tell you what Wonderland is for me. Wonderland is getting lost. It's taking unplanned routes. It is following things that you are interested in, curious about, passionate about, wondering about. It's having unscheduled time. And this is something that I sometimes build into vacations. Although I am super scheduled in my work life, I love traveling internationally. And when I go on vacation, I make very few hard plans. My preference is to open the door in the morning and just literally wander on my feet, just walk and walk and walk. So when I'm not traveling, what I've been trying to figure out is how do I wander and follow curiosities, even if I'm just in my own office or my bedroom 
and sitting there reading a book. One of my favorite ways to wander is with a book or a text or photo or something. And Maria Popova writes one of the most brilliant websites I've ever come across called Brain Pickings. I'll link it in the show notes. She writes about science and poetry and philosophy and art, and her articles are dense with links. I get her newsletter, and then I start reading it, and it links to something else and something else, and then all of a sudden I'm looking at Japanese block prints from the 13th century, or I'm reading a poem by a poet who I love, but a poem that I had never known before, and... Sometimes I actually feel a little irritated by her content because there are so many links and I find myself literally down one of those rabbit holes and time has passed. But lately what I've been doing is welcoming that journey down the rabbit hole and following my curiosities and following where she takes me and not feeling like I have to get through this. It's not a checklist. Wandering helps me also cultivate a sense of courage, I suppose, is what it is. Because when I am wandering, I am often facing uncertainty. And when you're wandering, at least I am sometimes a little tiny bit afraid. Like I'm looking at the ground, are there places that I might trip? I didn't know there were bears in the Hudson Valley. There are. There's bears. So I was like, oh, it's been a long time since I've wandered alone where there are bears. So I'm listening. I'm paying attention to the off-leash dogs. My ears are up a little bit to people. When I'm driving in lands that I don't know, I'm paying different kind of attention. I'm also keeping track of landmarks. But at the same time, I am engaged in my surroundings when they're unknown to me in a way that is more alert, more engaged. I'm not just doing my normal daily walk where I'm like on autopilot. And what happens then is often my mind stops ruminating, like going over and over and over things, thinking about things in the past, worrying about the future, making plans. I'm just really present as I am wandering in a place that I don't know. And so that edge of fear which is there is energizing and exciting. And what that means is it is also cultivating my ability to be in a place, in a situation which is unknown to me. Now, friends, I think you all know this. All we can really count on in life is constant change. And that means there are going to be so many situations that will be unknown to us, where there will be many factors that will be unpredictable, where we will feel afraid. Wandering is a great way to strengthen your skill set to be in uncertainty and not freak out. And actually to be really present with it and attuned to it and paying close attention to landmarks and to sense and sounds, but not close attention because you're scared about what's going to happen. A little bit of awareness so you don't trip is fine, of course, but also taking everything in. For so many of us, I think the idea of adventures or 
mysteries or discovering magical fields sounds exciting, right? Something we want. We want mystery and discovery. We love chance encounters and synchronicities and surprises. But those don't happen unless you put yourself in a situation in which there are some unknowns and some uncertainties. And that is scary. But what that also does is it helps us cultivate that ability, as I said, to be in uncertainty that also might be more uncomfortable, much less magical than a wild river in a Hudson Valley or somewhere gorgeous, right? And so, yes, I'm also kind of wanting to point our attention to the hard moments in life, the things that we didn't expect. Perhaps some of you this fall have come back into work situations that are not what you had hoped they would be, not what you expected. You thought, all right, we got through 2020. We got vaccines now. We've got a lot of people vaccinated. We're going back to school in person. And maybe things haven't been what you hoped they would be, what you expected, what you wanted. That causes us humans a lot of suffering. When we want things to be a certain way, we expect them to be a certain way, and they aren't, that can cause us a lot of suffering. Like you go to Hawaii for a vacation, right? And you want it to be that gorgeous beach vacation and then it rains the whole week. Of course, yes, you can learn how to reframe that experience and you can say, yeah, okay, so it wasn't sunny, but I lay on the couch and I read a really good book. But wandering can also help you cultivate that ability to be with what is, to be open to mystery, to be curious. Maybe this is a good time to reread Alice in Wonderland or to recall what happens when a little girl is feeling bored and drowsy and she notices a talking clothed white rabbit. She follows that rabbit down a rabbit hole and falls a long way and she finds a key and she eats some mushrooms and she goes into a garden and she drinks this and drinks that and shrinks. And I mean, Alice in Wonderland is kind of a perfect example of a narrative which can feel terrifying and also compelling and intriguing and exciting and wonderful. Let yourself go down the rabbit hole. Like I just said that I do with Maria Popova's writings, you can go down rabbit holes, you can wander in books, in texts. So what that means, maybe you're reading a novel, and maybe there's a reference to Alice in Wonderland, and you think, oh, it's been decades since I've read that book or thought about it. Maybe I'll go find it, I'll look at some imagery, and then you look at that, and then you end up listening to music from the 60s or wherever that takes you. Follow your curiosities, Follow your musings, follow your desires, and do this literally with your feet. Do this with your taste buds. Do it with your ears. See how many senses you can pull into your wandering. Do this with your mind. Follow your curiosities. And create unscheduled and unplanned experiences for yourself. So maybe this means that for your exercise time today or your walk, you go in a different direction. And maybe rather than walking for the entire hour, you walk a little bit and then you see some beautiful flowers and then you stop and you smell them and you touch them. Maybe you photograph them. And then maybe you see a squirrel running up a tree and you sit and watch that squirrel running up a tree. 
stop planning so much. See what happens. And I mean, you know, give yourself an hour a week, two hours. Get lost in your own neighborhood. As Carl Jung, the psychoanalyst, encouraged us to do, follow the image, see where it takes us, be open to mystery, be open to sore feet, be open to making new friends, discovering new places. Put yourself in a position in which you can connect with mystery and adventure. This is making me think of, I am two-thirds of the way through the most recent Star Trek series, which is Discovery. I love Star Trek. I really love Star Trek. Okay, I had a few reservations about the first season. I'll just say that, but I love it. And I was watching it yesterday and realizing, I think one of the reasons I love it so much is because... Star Trek is all about exploration and exploring space travel, time travel, and creating connections and making peace and doing all of that exploration with ethics. As I was watching Discovery, I was realizing I'm sort of vicariously traveling along with these characters, but I'm also traveling in the creativity of the folks who made this show. And that was exciting, too. Okay, sometimes I look at the life I have now and feel like I don't know how I got here. I love the life I have now. I'm amazed by the life I've created. And sometimes I think, how did I get here? And what I realized lately in my wanderings was I kind of feel like I wandered into this place. I always had a sense of where I wanted to go, what I wanted to have for a life, but I didn't really make hard plans. In contrast to the way I live some of my daily life, I really feel like I wandered here. And so I can see how I've been wandering for many years. I can see how literally the wandering took me to meet this person and that person and live here and live there and how energizing that has been. So friends, I really want to encourage you to try out wandering, to explore wonder, to take a risk to be in a new situation that might surprise and delight you, in which there's minimal risk. A little risk is great. A little tiny bit of newness will create a little bit of anxiety or fear. So keep it within a range that feels really comfortable to you, but allow it to be there. And explore, get lost, see what happens. I'll keep you posted. I'm really feeling super energized by my journeys into Wonderland. I wonder if someone else has used that phrase. I might need to do a little exploration. I might need to Google that. Google is such a good place for wandering, right? Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you are doing well. Before I sign off, I want to say if you got something out of this episode, if you enjoyed it and you have not yet reviewed and rated us on Apple Podcasts, please do so. It really, really helps. Or you know what? Just share this episode with someone else if you liked it. That is just a super helpful way to get the word out about this podcast. All right, folks, the Bright Morning Podcast, you should know, is produced by Leslie Bickford and Stacy Goodman does the sound engineering. Take care, everyone. Be well. 